Welcome back to another episode of the Los Ponies podcast, coming to you live from the luxurious studios inside Los Alimbros Racecourse. I've got, I just crushed a very nice $5 lunchbox from KFC, some crunchy strips. Have you been hitting lately and that's why you're going back to it every Friday? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's like a good lunch. I'm, I'm the same way. I'll, I'll stay, if I'm uh, winning, I'll stick with the same, uh, you, same thing I've been eating lately. Don't you agree that horse players overall could be superstitious? Yes. Right? Uh, I have uh, a bunch. Uh, I, I know they're stupid. I can't get over them, though. I'm one of those guys, if you're alive in the pick four, you don't go to the bathroom. Yeah. I won't open up a new soda. Uh-huh. I mean, they're, they're, you can't get anything new to eat. The, no. there, there's a bunch of things yeah. in there. Wherever you watch the first three legs of the pick four, you got to watch yep. it at the same spot for yep. the last one. If I'm at home, uh-huh. uh, just watching it at home, uh, away from the track, I got to watch it either. If I started on my phone, uh-huh. I got to watch, watch it on my phone. phone. I can't switch uh, to the computer or anything like that. So, yeah, definitely we have our quirks. Uh, are you uh, are you on the side of uh, no 50s at the racetrack? For some reason, somebody says $50 bills are bad luck at the racetrack. Uh, you know, that's what I heard. And uh, But only until maybe a couple years ago. Okay. Was it Todd? Todd, I think uh, Todd. Was talking about it on TVG. Yeah. I had never heard of that. Me neither. I had only heard of $2 bills. Yeah. Uh, they said those were unlucky, which I had some of those in my car, which maybe explains a lot <laughs> of stuff uh, that goes wrong. But no, really, I had them in there forever, and uh, I I didn't think anything of it, but I had never heard the 50 thing until a little bit ago. Yeah, it's it's kind of that thing that uh, I think Todd has another one when he says, like, when he hears a crying baby, he's going to have a horrible day at the track. Really? Or something like that, yeah. <laughs> he's like, if I hear a crying baby, oh, it's over. Yeah. It's over. It's going to be a bad day at the track. I, I can see, of course, uh, the famous souvenirs uh, when you see the horses uh, going to the bathroom yeah. out on the track. Yeah. Uh, I know some people say, oh, they're going to run good now. They're lighter. Yeah, they're yeah. lighter. They, they don't have anything built up. But I got other people that say, oh, like, when you go to the bathroom, you don't want to feel like You want to be running afterwards. Yeah. Well, so there's always two sides <laughs> yeah. to to every story out uh, there. If I do good with one specific pen that I use, I try to use that one again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm like that as well. So, Do you get a little uh, anxious when you start, the ink starts to run out of yes, the pen? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I make sure I buy like a, like a same pack of the same pen. Yeah. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of the things. But another one, people hate like red ink. Yeah, they I've say heard that one. That one's like bad. I love red ink on, on when I'm handicapping. Really? Yeah. I, I just know I've never used red pens, so I, I've been able to stay away from that one. Because it stands out or something. For me, it just stands out and like, I don't know, whenever I make a note, it just stands out. So I like using red. Yeah. Um, I don't like using black at all. Okay. Uh, so blue, green, red, usually the three colors I stick to. Uh, yeah, th- there's a lot of them. Oh, or if you guys are listening time. out there, if you guys have superstitions, <laughs> tweet them at us. We'll be happy to. Talk about them next time out. Yeah, definitely the the biggest one. Don't uh, don't uh, call the race before it's over. That, <laughs> oh, that's the, that's oh, the biggest man, that's one. The biggest I one. think that's the, probably the number one out of uh, any horse player out there. Especially when you're alive and someone over your shoulder, you got this, you yep. got it. Oh man, and then yep. and then it just comes crumbling down. <laughs> man, I've had one of those and it stung because I was um I was a I was alive at uh, Hollywood Park. I remember Hollywood Park. I was alive in the pick six. I was too deep heading into the last race, and one of my horses scratched, I think, in the paddock. So I was essentially down to a single. Mm-hmm. And this horse, I remember, he had like a six-length lead. Martin Pedrosa was on the lead. Uh, you know how Pedrosa moves on the lead? He goes all out with the whip. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, th- I had this. In my mind, I was thinking, come on, hold on. And then you just hit a wall, yeah. gets caught in the final strides. <laughs> Man, I was alive for like 36 grand on that pick six. And I was like, ah, that, that's like... That's for me for thinking, I got this. Yeah. I got this. And that was my own thoughts in my yeah. mind. I was like, oh, he can't get beat now. 
where's the wire? And then it was just like the longest stretch you can yeah. imagine, like five mm -hmm. seconds turned into like a minute in my mind. That's what uh, I was watching the races with uh, Tori, uh, a faithful yeah. listener of the podcast. Tori. And uh, we were just sitting at home and, and I thought, okay, well, uh, give me a horse you like. So he gives me a horse. And so I, I actually played it. Uh -huh. Horses going around. This was uh, at Del Mar when okay. they're were, they were running. Horses coming down the streets. It's like, oh, you're gone. The horse is gone. <laughs> oh, no. I was up. I think I was up by four lengths, and the horse just stopped. <laughs> oh, came to a complete stop and got caught by a head. And I just looked. I gave him the dirtiest <laughs> look. And he goes, well, you didn't bet it, did you? And uh, I just turned it off right there. I, I turned it to a baseball game or something. But, yeah, you, you got to watch out. Yeah, uh, you never know you. if you're going to say the wrong thing or the not. Those can bite you so bad. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's get back to the show. Uh, recap last week: Grade One Millie Vessels, terrific performance from Jess Raven. Uh huh. Yeah, she uh, came back with a, with a really good work, and then was on the outside there, got a freshening up. Had Jesus Ayala back up. Her her main man has ridden her to a lot of victories. Just broke like a rocket and went down there really professional and looked awesome. And I, in a, in that race, um, I was single to thermonuclear energy. So in the entire race. I'm focusing that how good Thermo is going to break. Mm -hmm. And I watch her break cleanly and with the field. And I, I told Kato, I was like, she's going to be tough to beat after this. I agree. But then I looked to the outside and Jess Irving looked like she was up maybe half a length already. Yeah. I was like, this, this is going to be a, a, a run to the wire. Yeah. And then halfway through, crushed. Jess Irving just powerful. Yeah, she uh, she got out of there. And I thought the same thing with Thermo. Uh, once, once she got out from along the inside there, it was like, okay. You know, where's that big light yeah. kick uh, going to come from? And just, I uh, never really fired, no. but, you know, she'd been running some pretty strong races. I, I don't think she was going to beat Just Raven that night. Probably could have closed some on, uh, on Just Raven there on the outside, but I don't know. I just looked for a little more in the end. And Odell's other horse, one sweet race, he mm -hmm. uh, pops up and gets the second place. Yeah. So overall, it was a strong performance, especially off the bench for Jess Raven. That kind of performance kind of put a, a stamp of approval to watch out for the boys in the room. Yep. She, she's going to be strong if she keeps developing like that. Um, so she, she's one to add, definitely, for the older division. She earns her birth into the champion of champions. And me and Kayla were actually talking, and we're saying uh, on air, we're like, when's the last time a, a, a female won the champion of champions? And I couldn't really think uh, right off the top of my head. And then Blue's Girl 2 popped up into my mind. Yep. And that was back 10 years ago. I want to yeah. say 2007, 2008. Yeah. That's uh, the last time a Philly won the big one. I, I could think her and uh, Cash for Kaz, I, I believe, was a Philly. But I mean, I think that was that was before Blues Girls too. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, Blues Girls too. She was she was a rocket yeah, ship out of the gate. I mean, she could really run. I, I had her up. You know, some of the best horses I think I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But it has been a while. So yeah. uh, maybe if Jess Raven uh, yeah. keeps up and runs that same performance, could be right there. In I the gotta end. tell you, like this year. The older division is exciting. Like it's yeah. really been a year to, to really enjoy some of these older horses and this three year olds developing up. I mean, to still have PhDs boys doing for spuds, mm -hmm. uh, he's at fire, and then you know Jesse's first down. Who we'll talk about at the end of the show. I mean, the older division is as good as the last five seven years. I want to say. Yeah, I, I think uh, Hot Stepper might yeah. be coming out here mm -hmm. as well. He has uh, plenty of credentials. He's run against all the top horses out there. So if he comes out, you just have a lot of horses that have been facing off against each other. I think that's maybe what we've been missing the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is the same group of rivals, and uh, hopefully they all meet up again. 
Yeah, that's going to be fun. And before the big end of the year, uh, we'll have the the AQHA Challenge Championships, Bank of America Challenge Championships here in Los Al, November 17th, if I can remember off the top of my head. Uh, and to the core, core horse players out there, you know how Los Al usually has a thoroughbred contest for a seat to Vegas? Mm-hmm. It's not official, but almost official because I asked Professor G, he said mm-hmm. he's thinking of doing a, a quarter horse only contest on that night of the Challenge Championships here at Los Al. You can earn your seat to Vegas. Wow, that's excellent. So for- if you're a quarter horse fan, a quarter horse only player, that's the night you want to. You could earn your seat to Vegas. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, quarter horse contests. Do we already have one this year? Yeah, no. Uh, here, quarter horse, no. So we had one last year. Uh, that yeah. was just quarter horses. I want to say last year or the year before. Okay, but we there haven't been a lot. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. How weird must it be? Say you're a, a quarter horse player, you get in you know, uh, to the national handicapping tournament and it's thoroughbreds yeah. and you qualify through the, the quarter horse angle yeah. of it. But I mean, that's gotta be a, a world of difference. I wonder what your odds would be, uh, in Vegas to, to bet the quarter horse qualifier. Uh, and I remember before I was actually on this side, actually on the official side of Los Al, just before I was just a, a regular horse player here, I played in one here, Los Al, the quarter horse only one. I want to say I got fourth or fifth or something like that. I think they were giving away two seats or something. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was maybe five, six years ago. Um, Orlando hasn't done them pretty much every year. But, for sure, I think this year you can expect one. Uh, when it gets officially announced, we'll pass it along. But plan on on um, having a, a quarter horse tournament here later in the year. I can already uh, see uh, George, George. Quarter quarters George is, however, is drooling yeah. to try and get into this tournament. However many entries are, are possible to, to buy, he's going to buy the limit. If there's two, there's three, he's going to buy out the Yeah, limit. he's still looking for a second burst, so yeah. he'll definitely be playing. He's already day. in. He got a seat. Yeah. He's ready to go. Well, you know he always wants that second yeah. one. Yeah, the, the more bullets, the better. <laughs> it is. All right, let's get into the program. We're going to take a look at Saturday's uh, card here at Los Alamitos. We've got a nine-race program set to go with a very good allowance to end the night. But uh, race one, four and a half, the conditional claimers here, four and a half, th- uh, four longs. We got a field of seven, Taco Tuesday. It is not a Tuesday, but Taco <laughs> Tuesday, one last time out. Who's your pick in this spot? You know, soft trip the three, uh, one after coming down from Ferndale last time out. So I'm going to try and beat him with another horse coming down from okay. Ferndale. I'm going to go with the four unobtainable we agree right off the bat okay right off the bat because this horse won three times Mm -hmm. or three outs ago uh, at los al so the horse is familiar with the surface and i like that actually won at del mar i mean you know how tough it is to win down there so this horse is definitely a game angie claims this horse and and takes it up to ferndale ran it twice and with 3200 level 5000 was decently in there in the mix early on so i like that I like that this horse gets Edgar Pieris, mm-hmm. and he will get the weight break down to 112. Uh, while I think if they would have had McDade, you know, they wouldn't have got as much weight break off. So I think if uh, the four unattainable can just stay to the outside of soft trip, can hopefully outclose him in the lane. I agree. I, I went back and looked at the, that win three starts back. And, I, you know, when I looked at this field, I don't think there's anyone faster in the opening quarter. Maybe the two sleeping prints can show a little bit of early speed. But I, I like how, how unobtainable. You know, stumbled out of the gate, uh, was rushed up, put up a, a, a good duel there to the first opening quarter, opening half, and still was able to get the win. Uh, I like that Edgar Payer stays aboard. So, yeah, everything that I like, everything that you said, I liked as well here for Unobtainable. That's my top pick. I'll go 4 7 2. The 7, Taco Tuesday, could be a good threat from slightly off the pace. 
Uh, I think drawing the outside could be beneficial here for Taco Tuesday to maybe just drop in, chase the speed. I hope the speed falls apart and picks up the pieces. And then the, the question mark horse, the two sleepy prints for third for me. Horse dropping in class uh, usually has, has shown pretty good speed going 870. And that could be beneficial in this spot. So I'll go 472 here in race one. You're just completely chucking the uh, the favorite yes. then, huh? Yeah, you're, I'm trying to beat you, South Trip. Okay, I, I could understand. You know, coming uh, maybe can't repeat that same effort, but I put him in the second spot uh, just for that. I like the way this horse took to the low south surface, you know, uh, the first time uh, back from Ferndale. Mm -hmm. You know, has raced here three times, two wins in one second. So uh, definitely likes the uh, nighttime surface here. It's going to have to contend with uh, the four and, and possibly Taco Tuesday on the outside, but. You know, if it just repeats that one, and uh, Kelly opts for this one over the seven, so I'm going to go four, three, seven. All right, race number two, the second half of the early double. We've got Thurbridge, four and a half, conditional claimers, 2,500. Phillies and Mares, which uh, and up, which have never won three races. Field of six, who'd you pick here? Is there any question who you think I picked here? <laughs> Our old favorite yes, cow dog. Yes, I mean... We've been chasing it so for yeah. so long, and then finally got the win. I, th I think you're gonna get. I think he's gonna get claimed. I think she's gonna get claimed. I I would expect it to. I, I mean, drops it, cuts the claiming price in half, and should be the speed of the field here. Yes. Uh, I don't see it getting a whole lot of pressure. Should be able to clear, but like I said, drops uh, to the twenty five hundred dollar level. You know, should be out there on its own. I'm just hoping can open up and not get caught in the lane. It was a much troubled trip. Also, last time out, uh, hesitated at the start, got shut up midway. Uh, just steady, lost all all kinds of trouble there for Cowdog. Um, so lots of excuses. Dropping class uh, should be the speed of the field with a clean trip. I'll go three six two. The six our cat can scat. Um, that four four long event was a bit too short, and uh, now takes dropping class to the same class level that she was claimed out two starts ago. Going here for owner Jesus Vega. Uh, I like the stretch out. I like the class drop. I think she could be picking up the pieces. And then Bella Raquela, draw a line through the effort last time out uh, over the daytime oval. Two starts back, a good second, and three starts back, a good win. She's a mare that likes to pick the pieces and me be in the mix of things later on in the race. So I'll go three, six, two here in race two. Yeah, I like Bella Raquela for uh, third there. I think definitely should get the best stocking trip and have the first run there of, of uh, any closers in this group. And then I went to the four, Rosie Cruella for second. Has some tactical early speed. Going to have to contend with Cowdog there for the early lead. But Kelly Castaneda has been on fire and picking up a lot of wins here. And I like the jock switch here from Marcial Ramirez to Kelly McDade. You know, she's been on fire lately. Knows how to get horses to the winner's circle. But definitely going to be tough to beat the three Cowdog. Yeah, so I'll go 3-6-2. 3-4-2. All right, race number three. $5,000 claimers, four and a half furlongs for Phyllis and Ramirez, which have number one, two races. Field of six. And the morning is spread out between four runners. Who'd you pick here? I went to the two. Oh, right. my soul. I thought this was a tricky race. It was. So I, I, I'm not too confident here in the one. It Get yourself To home. tell you right off the bat, he's not in my top three. That's how tricky I think You know what? Is. I almost threw him out. <laughs> I almost threw him out of my top three as well. So, okay, we're on the same page here. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's tricky. Yeah, yeah, I went to the two. Oh, my soul for the, the tactical early speed here. I, I think everybody thinks the one is going to get you know, a lot of speed out of him just dropping down. But I just don't like, you know, what this horse has been showing, you know, for Nick Lowe since being claimed three us back. So I think, oh, my soul should be able to have the speed advantage down there along the inside. You know, 
got a taste of the five thousand dollar last time. Um, just couldn't handle those foes. Did break out at the start, but I loved his win two outs back. You know, wasn't that fast at the time, but really showed a lot of early speed. So I'm hoping that he can just get away on the front end. No, and, and I meant that I don't have your two in my top three. That's oh. how tricky it is. Oh my yeah. gosh. So I, I, I wasn't sure what to take of that that effort from Omai. So I did pick the favorite on top, uh, just based on, on that back class uh, running over the daytime mobile, showing a good amount of speed. Uh, I think if she's, if she's going to show any kind of speed, I think it's got to be against this type of field. So I did pick the one on top, but it's a race that I'm not confident at all. Uh-huh. Uh, the second is going to be my, the six is going to be my second choice. Excuse me for uh, Sugar at Sundown for Jesus Mendoza. Doesn't want to go a mile. Just draw a line through that effort last time out. Uh, two starts back. Uh, got into a lot of trouble. Had to be steady there in the lane uh, and could have finished much better. So I think the six has a better shot. And then the forward Nana's rule for third. Sergio Morfin here. Uh, good second last time out. Woke uh, about a length clear of Oh My Soul, uh, the two horse last time out. The winner was just too good that day in Diamond Proof. Uh, but Niners Rule kind of hesitated at the start, went around three wide, and switched leads in deep stretch and got up for a second. So I'll go one six four, but it's a very, very tricky race. Yeah, I like two four one. I like Nana's Rule uh, there in second. I think it should improve second time here. Uh, first time with Sergio, but uh, I'm sure he's been familiar with that, uh, being Cooper's assistant there. And yeah, I went to the one for third. I almost checked him out completely, yeah. but you know, dropping down to this level after uh, being claimed for eight, you know, went to the allowance race at eight seventy, just couldn't handle the early speed there, and then went to the daytime oval for eight thousand. That proved uh, too tough again, so it shortens up here and drops down to the five thousand dollar level. I, I think could be pretty tough, but you know, I just have a lot of question marks about this horse. Yeah, this is going to be a very tricky, tricky race. So recap: I'll go one six four two four one. All right, race four, we go from one tricky thoroughbred race to one tricky quarter horse yes. race. Field of seven, 300 yards, claimers, $5,000 is a claiming track, three-year-olds three and up, which have never won two races. Field of seven, who'd you pick? This is where I took uh, my shot for a long shot of the oh, night okay. here. I went to the five, Hollywood Cartel. Ah, nice. The horses uh, had trouble. You know, the last four starts, you, you just see broken, bumped, lugged in, uh, broken and bumped repeatedly. But what I'm going to count on is this horse going back to jockey Alex Carrillo, mm-hmm. and he guided him to a nice 1561 victory last time. He rode him three times. He won once, one second, and fourth only by three quarters to some good horses there. So maybe he's got the keys to this horse, and hopefully we can just get away to a clean start. I would definitely go deep enough and use a five if you're playing pick fours. I think the five is, is definitely a contender at 10 to 1. I'm going to go to the outside. Katrina Cartel for Jesus Nunez and Angie High Desert Farms. This one, uh, last time out, broke out badly. Still didn't miss by all that much if you really look at the videotape. Uh, I know it's uh, about a length and a quarter, but, you know, the, the top four or five runners were pretty much bunched up there later in the end. So I, I thought it wasn't that bad of an effort. Now, I am worried that she's going to veer out again from that outside post, mm-hmm. but uh, I think she's she's much better, much better than shown. So, Seven to two, I'll take Katrina Cartel on top. And why do I have a feeling that Saul Ramirez might become the go-to rider for the stable? I mean, when you have somebody looking for a job, and then you got Saul Ramirez he, uh, he won, just wide like, open. I think he won one or two for them last yep, week. Yeah, he's he's already uh, came in and made a an instant impact. Uh, you know, we talked about before he was training there for a little bit, but uh, he's back to riding. 
And if you can get uh, Saul Ramirez and lock him up, I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, I think he's – you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he becomes uh, their go-to rider. Uh, so I'll pick Katrina, Katrina Cartel on the outside. I'll go class stopper, the two for second. Uh, good second last time out for Valentin Zamudio. Broken brush, which is second best to BP Southern Hero. But I thought it was uh, overall a good effort. And then for third, I'll go to the four TM corporate assets here for Monte Arosa. How about Monty getting a horse from Turf Paradise to join the barn? Last time out, broke from the rail, a little bit scramble out of the gate, drifted in. Uh, um, actually, I'm describing the workout, excuse me. Uh, last time out in the workout on September 4th, uh, broke along the inside of that two-team set, scrambled, drifted in badly, uh, tapped a couple of times, uh, and won the drill by two and a half lengths. Uh, I think this horse has talent. I think this is a good spot to try to see what they've got. And based on that one last time out in Arizona, I think this horse fits in this spot. So seven, two, four for me. Yeah, I thought this was a really tricky race. I took a shot and, and uh, just stood against uh, the two invaders here from Turf Paradise, the four and the six. Mm -hmm. They look very quick, especially the six. You see a lot of ones there in that column. Were, you know, we're well spotted, yep. $5,000 level for the debut. But yeah, I agree. I think you should go deep in here. I went five, two, seven. All right, race number five. We've got a nine race four, so the pick four begins in race six. Race five, 300 yards, uh, 12 five claimers, uh, three year olds which have never won two races. Field of six. Interesting to see who'd you like in this spot. I went right back to the four, Zion Zima. Ah, after we agree. That, uh, yeah. that impressive effort was, last time. Yeah. The horse you know, didn't break alertly, drifted out some, but I just galloped out really well, had that big finish there, went 15 53. And I think we've seen a lot of the best from these other horses. And Correct. I think Zion Zima could still be on the improve. So as long as uh, he can get away from the gate and show that big stride again, I think uh, could be a little upset here over the six running Jesse. And I think West Coast Favor is probably going to take a lot of money too. Yeah, so I, you know, I think uh, I think the, the race is towards the outside between those three. I almost made Zion Zima my lock of the night. It was kind of like a flip-flop. Uh, between for me, that's how much I like the effort last time around from Zion Zima. Uh, she was, he was a little bit sluggish, but finished with big strides. I thought it was a visually impressive win. And you mentioned there's still upside. It was only three races in mm -hmm. his career. I think there's still some plenty of, of upside for that one. But I respect the effort of the six running Jesse. I have him for second. Uh, flew from the gate, drifted in, uh, and was an easy hand ride. Never really asked for best in 1552 with a slight headwind. That's a very, very impressive uh, win and he has the outside post that could be beneficial as well so that's the only reason why i didn't make the four my lock and the night just because the six drew the outside with that gate speed so i'll go four six and then west coast favorite draw a line through that allowance effort last time out that was a tough field with a smoking in the boys room and better than ever that effort two starts back fits very very good against this type of uh, field so four six and five for me yeah same numbers just a little different order i went four Five, six, uh, West Coast favorite on, on the drop here to its lower lo uh, lowest level ever. You know, cuts was running in $25,000, cuts to the claiming price in half. If it can just run back to that effort, should be right there. And like you said, six run, Jesse looks awful tough. I'm just wondering if 1552 might be the ceiling for that horse, but drawing the outside post and Drew Clear last time over Dash, Michael Dash, who we were chasing for a long yes. time. Yes. 
Uh, nice think, job on that one. Nice job. Yeah, finally nice after job. after all this time. Nice yeah. job. Nice job. Nice job. Nice job on that one. Yeah, fine. Well, I, I think uh, well, what was it three or four times yes. I gave it out, but he finally decided finally. to run yeah. relatively straight. Yeah. And I think we got him at six to one. So yeah, I like the same numbers. Uh, four, five, six. All right, completely agree there in race number five. Race number six, the start of the late bit four maidens. Good field of maidens. Field of eight, going three hundred and thirty yards. I wonder who'd you pick in this spot. You know, it, it, to me, it looked tricky, but uh, I want to hear what you think. Well, you know, you almost went with the Odell lock, so I had to go with an Odell what? lock of my own here. Really? The, the Invader from oh. Rio Doso, Just My Candy, number five. Uh, this horse is uh, really competitive there in the last against a horse I liked out there named Manchild. Mm -hmm. yeah, it had been running against some other tough horses there, but dueled the whole way, and that was at the 440-yard distance. We saw Chris O'Dell win with an uh, invader uh, that I, I don't think was as talented as this one. Yep. And uh, it's a very well-bred horse, Mr. Jess Perry, uh, out of a PYC paint your wagon uh, mare there. And anytime you see a, a candy horse, you know they're probably going to be well-bred. Yes. So I think if he can just improve this horse a little, should be pretty tough. We agree. Uh, even though it, it looks like a tricky race, top to bottom, uh, I eventually landed on, on the five just my candy just because all that, you know, we've seen that, that stamina of these horses that have been going 400 and 440 yeah. really play well here when they come to Los Al. Uh -huh. And also the altitude tends to play well first time out here down to Los Al. So just my candy, getting a good gate rider, Eduardo Nicasio, and joining a hot barn of Chris O'Dell. Um, definitely the five deserves a ton of respect. I'll go to the two Commando Dynasty for second. Jose Flores, this one coming in off of a layoff since July. Has given some time to mature, and now uh, comes in with a 12-10 workout where this one would kind of break in, get bumped, uh, but level in with big strides to win the drill under uh, by by about a length. So I really like that workout. So I'll go five, two, and then the eight. The eight, the eight uh, fast track required. It's probably going to be my long shot play of the night. Um, just completely eliminated at the start last time out. Throw a line through that race. Switches to the outside. Had posted a pretty good 12-20 drill before the debut. So I think we haven't seen the best of the eight. Uh, that's for sure. So 8-1 to one could be juicy there uh, because we expect the, the two, the, the four, and the five to take plenty of betting, even the six as well. So five, two, and eight for me. Yeah, I agree that I thought this horse or uh, this race is going to be a pretty good two-year-old race. Mm -hmm. So I'm not surprised that uh, we're, we're different. I went to the four, uh, Consigliere underneath there for uh, Justin Joyner and Ramon Sanchez. Uh, this horse had run some pretty good trial races over at Riodoso. Uh, just couldn't get up there and qualify, but you know he was second by a neck, third by three quarters, and then you know against MM4 in the morning probably isn't good enough to beat that horse even without trouble. You know had some uh, a little bobble at the start and got bumped around. Comes out to Los Al here is really well bred. One famous eagle and separate fire, or a really good mare there. Ramon Sanchez climbs aboard. I think this one could, if it just breaks with just my candy, mm -hmm. I, I think should be there at the end. Then to the six for third place, I went OD3 here for Scott Willoughby and uh, Vinny Bednar uh, yes. doing well on the quarter horse he side. Wrote, of the he rode this one well last time out. Yeah, he uh, got bumped around to the start and he uh, bested the others there. He, he did come out ahead of Blaine, who you know isn't really that good uh, of a Ho Jose Flores horse. But I think was finishing out well and is making his second start, so it has every right to improve. Yeah, so recap, I'll go 5-2-8. 5-4-6. right, race number seven, the start of the late pick three. Field of six, 300 yards, open claimers of 16,000. 
So you're going to get some sharp horses here in this type of field. Would you go? I went to the favorite, Hold Sway. Okay. I think uh, you know it's not a it's not a very sexy pick, no. but very quick horse for the 300 yard distance. I, I don't think you know it's been facing a lot better than than this field. I, I don't think any of these are on the level that it has been facing lately. Just as long as Vinny can get this horse out of the gate, I think should be tough to beat here. Uh, me agree. We agree with the, with the favorite. I think the favorite is the horse to beat. Uh, you finish. For third, uh, two starts back behind uh, Ranquino and still trying. If this horse just breaks with the field, I think he's he's definitely the horse to beat. Uh, the sixth, Moody Socialite. I liked the win last time out. Uh, battled there, uh, game me through the wire, but had a great break overall. Uh, so we'll see if, if, he, if she can get as good of a break, but uh, she definitely deserves uh, plenty of respect based on that win. And the five, Indio Zagdak getting Ron Ricasio for the first time. For Ricardo Guillen, dropping in from uh, some allowance and some stakes company. There's a horse that she can show gate speed, and mm -hmm. I think she's going to be beneficial at, at this type of distance of 300 yards versus versus a few of these that are not all that consistent out of the gate. So three, six, five for me. Yeah, I like the same numbers. I, I just flipped them around a little. I put uh, Indio Zach Tag in the second spot uh, for everything you said. Last time this horse ran at 300, went 15.54, and then Snooty Socialite to the outside. Cooper and Cesar Franco hitting at 29% yeah. right now. Oof. So I'm, I'm right there. Uh, I will say there is a little bit of a, a hunch play here. Yes. For Oscar Andrade Jr. I was going to mention it. it. Oh, okay. Congratulations to, you know, this is this got to be a nervous time yes. for for everybody involved. Uh, we got Oscar Andrade Jr. making his riding debut for his mom, Elena Andrade. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is going to be one of those races where, the family is going to be very, very, uh, you know, very nervous. I think going into this into this race. Yeah, the horse has been off since April. And I they... did like the workout though. Uh, okay. That the workout of twelve twenty. I'll, yeah. I'll show you my notes here. Broke along the inside, broke out, uh, bumped sideways pretty badly. Like the horse literally lost his lost his action around the hind end, but then leveled out nicely and still stopped the clock in twelve twenty. I thought it was a good workout, and uh, I think he's he's definitely with the with a shot here. Yeah, um, you know, they, it's been off for a while, mm -hmm. and they dropped it down to 16. Uh, I don't think they're bringing this horse back unless it's primed and ready to go. Uh, you know, they always like to give uh, family members their, their best chance yeah. right out of the gate to get a win. It's 10 to 1 morning line, so I would be uh, weary to leave this horse off your ticket just uh, out of that angle. Uh, just know this horse is probably ready to go. So best of luck, Oscar and Elena. Uh, you guys... Somehow get a, get a hold of the podcast. Would wish you the best <laughs> of luck. Uh, I do follow her, follow them on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Usually, uh, get po posting about them. So I've been following along when he first started working horse in the morning. Yeah. Then getting his jockey license and now getting entry into the race. I mean, it's it's probably got to feel like an eternity for him to like be here on Friday and then wait until Sunday, yeah. I mean Saturday to get him out. So best of luck to Oscar Andrade Jr. Yeah, he's been working them and. Yeah. Uh, Elena's babies in the morning. If you watch the workouts, you can see him riding there. But I mean, yeah, like you said, we've seen him ever since he was little. Yeah. He, he would always uh, be dressed up in the Halloween yeah. contest <laughs> yeah. and, and being around the walking ring there. And uh, now he's, uh, was he he's 17 years old? I want to say so. Yeah, uh, yeah I believe he's sitting and finally uh, got his jockey's license. And I bet you he, he's been waiting all this year because, like I said, he'd been working out. Uh, working horses in the morning the whole year for Elena, and he finally gets his first mount on Saturday. All right, so we'll keep an eye on there. Oscar Andrade Jr. on the two. My friend Cindy making his 
riding debut. All right, race number eight. There's two races left. You know what time it is. The late daily double. Not only is it late daily double time. There's more? Yes, the lock of the night coming in in this spot. And I'm going to the two horse here. Just bet me for Rodolfo Viramontes and uh, you know Cruz Mendes. This horse has really improved since joining this barn after that break from January to, to June. So he's not only matured as a three-year-old, he's actually improved as well. I like the win last time out, going at the same distance of 330 yards, stopped the clock in 1680. Last, the last final eighth with a sharp 9.59. Uh, I think the two is going in the right direction. So two to one on the morning nine, your second choice, just bet me the lock of the night. Yeah, I agree. I, I like the two on top as well. Ever since Revol uh, Rodolfo Viramontes has taken this horse over, just been running lights out. I thought, you know, the only horses is lost to Diamond Blue Eyes and one more cigar. Oh, yeah. uh -huh. You know, and they'd be double tough in this race as well. For second, I went to the 421 Guns for one Alamon. I really liked the effort. Uh, three back there. And then in the uh, Golden State Derby trial, just came up a little a bit short against uh, Vapor Trail and Yashira Vista. Was out there in front, but just couldn't hold him off at the end. But is shortening up to the 330 yard distance. Yeah, it's a, I'm not going to tell you nothing out of the ordinary with the three and the four. I mean, I like two, three, four in that in that order. Uh, the three one hot habit deserves to be the morning nine favorite and nine to five. There's good back class there. She qualified to the two million, the Ridoso Derby. She's been in some close photo finishes in the last four out of the last five starts. Cody Jensen riding for Paul Jones. It's always a good thing as well. So uh, the three definitely deserves plenty of respect. And the four, good win, three starts back. Has been facing much tougher than the last two starts. I think the four belongs as, as well. So I'll go two, three, four with my lock of the night being the two just bet me. Yeah, two, four, three for me. All right, race number nine, 300 yards. Allowance, non-winners of two uh, on the year. So, you know, horses have not won two races this year in 2018. Field of seven, pretty classy uh, Phillies here going to post. Who'd you pick? I think I'm going to be right there with you on this one. I went to the four, Chow Chilla Chickadee. No, I've been chasing. I did not pick her on top. Oh, you're finally yeah, getting, I, I'm getting I, out. I, I thought maybe I would hop on with you. Oh, I'm, I'm hopping off <laughs> because she's going to win. This is where she's okay, going to win. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> I, I think uh, just has been running really tough there in the Sergeant Pepper feature uh, handicap. Only lost by a head. Yeah. She should have won both of those starts. Yeah. And, she should have won both of those On Champions Night, yeah. It was closing fast, which was kind of a, a different element to her game. You know, We always thought she was all speed before. Mm -hmm. So I think she's maturing in that area. But does shorten up from 350 yards to 300. That's why I, I did not pick her. That's why I really? got her. Because it's like she, she was like so like a rocket out of the gate. Okay. And then she kind of started being a little bit lazy. Yeah. Now she's been a closer now. It's like, I don't know what to think, what she really is now. Well, I'm hoping, you know, we, we go from Carlos Huerta to Cesar Frank. Yeah. And I think he's been doing a really good job of getting horses out of the Correct, game. I think yep. that's uh, one of the keys to his success lately. So I'm hoping he can just uh, get this filly out, get her going on the front end again so she's not having to close. If I can just see that old Chow Chilla Chickadee, she could be pretty tough here in the night. So Chow Chilla Chickadee is going to be my second choice. You can guess who my top pick is, other than that, other than Chow Chilla. Right off the bat, just by looking at the names, looking at the, the breeding lines. looking mm, You're going to go with a political Dasher. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> a political Dasher coming off the layoff. Uh, good workout, 12-10 on September 8th. Broke fast in that workout, quick stride. Was under an easy hand ride to stop the clock in 12-10. I've always liked her gait speed. She hasn't been able to really hold on for a lot of the big wins, but she's been in the mix of things against some really sharp 
horses like Jess Raving, Riptide, uh, Straw Hunters Jesse. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give her a shot here at three to one on top. Uh, Chow Chilla Chickadee for second, and then for third, the old classy mare Maggie Durant, the five year old on the outside, eight for thirty lifetime. She seems to pop up when at a price. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's eight to she's six to one with over mirrors. Then melting off a bit of a freshening is is always a good thing. So I'll draw the outside for Maggie Durant, and I think that's going to be good as well. So three, four, seven for me here in the ninth. Yeah, I looked a long time at Maggie Durant. Yeah, you know because we've seen that you know she went in those hundred yard races, which I didn't really consider her that quick of a horse early. So I was really shocked, yeah. and she ended up winning. So. Yeah. You know, what do I know? <laughs> you know, Lynn Melton knew uh, where to spot the, the filly just right there. But I went to the two, missed just knockout. I was really impressed uh, for this horse last time out. Went 15.43, and before that went 17.88. So I think this horse is just really in sharp form right now. And then in the third spot, I went to the six. Are those real for Mike Castleman mm-hmm. and Jesus Ayala? This horse has been really quick out of the gates. Ayala stays aboard here. Has been running against Elicity uh, uh, and Hooten for Hot Lips. You know they've been pretty tough lately, tough to figure. So I think this is another filly that's in real sharp form. I think they can just get away. Uh, I'm gonna try and get a little bit of a price here at four to one, but it's gonna really have to step up in class. I think. So I'll go three, four, seven, four, two, six. And shout out to Zach Weber or Weber. What did we decide on? It was. I say Weber. All right. Shout out to Zach Weber. Because I, I, this is this is one of his favorite horses. I think whenever he sees Ardo's real running, yeah, like he kind of tweets that emoji where where like he's covering his eyes, yeah, like Ardo's <laughs> real or something. I love the name as well. Well, that's that, good because when uh, when I'm on Zachian, Zachian would win for him, yeah. so it was all good. So hopefully Ardo's real can come through. For Shout him out tonight. to Zach, there, uh, loyal listener of the podcast, and he's been waiting for the Los Pony shirts for a while. They're coming, Zach. Yes, They're he, coming. he has. He's been dying to get yeah. any color. He wants any color. And uh, he wants your store to go up yes. now. And the, the hats are, are pretty much, I finalized what styles of hats I okay. want. Uh, I think I showed them to you as well. Yeah, I've I've got, I've got one coming. I've got one coming for you as well. Uh, so the Los Pony store is coming up soon. It is coming soon. Uh, so shout out to Zach there. Are those real? He's probably going to be betting that one at nine to, at four to one or whatever it is. Uh, all right, let's recap a few of the action across the country. Zia just began their season. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a pretty good race at Albuquerque, right? Yes. Yeah, to end the season over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the $300,000 Albuquerque Fall Quarter Horse Championship. Yes. Uh, the grade one there. And it was taken home it was. by the big dog, Jesse's first mm-hmm. down. It looked as though, okay, only eight horses entered. Yeah. So when you first look at it, you're thinking, okay, they're just, they're just handing Jesse yeah, yeah. Uh, a win here. Then two of them scratched. But... So I went and I looked at the PPs, and there was a really good uh, Jesus Carete horse in there named Major Bites, and I thought maybe he can push him a little. Major Bites got he out pushed there, him, yeah. and he made Jesse run. <laughs> and working, I, I yeah. was shocked because we had seen Holder hostage over there uh, when he was running on his home course yeah. there. Jesse just went right on by him. Yes. And so once Jesse wasn't going on by Major Bites, I, I did get a little worried, but in the end, uh, he did get up. It looks like he won by about half a length. and. Uh, I don't know if they're still decided uh, whether they're going to go champion of champions or the championship at Sunland. Hopefully, they're they're coming out yeah. here, but we'll have to wait and see. I, I, I mean, if at this point, I'm I'm just waiting for him for him to come out here mm-hmm. and and run against the clean stock here, LaSalle, to really validate him. Yeah. And in my opinion, I think he's he's you know don't now he's a good horse. I want to see it do it over this ground. 
yeah over these rules i've uh, heard uh, some whispers that he will be invited Ooh. when in the past he had not but wow. i i've heard what a that, matchup would that be that that would be amazing for to get him out here bh lee's boy uh zooming for spuds just raven i mean you, to get all these horses going on here wow. i mean that and then of course you always want your world champion yeah. and, and your best horses to be mm -hmm. in the champion yep. champions. Yeah, uh, I think the championship uh, championship at Sunland is going to come up a softer race for him, so he might be looking to that. But fingers crossed, fingers uh, crossed, we, he gets the invite and we're able to bring him out here. That that would be terrific, not only for him and his legacy, but also for the sport because that's that's the race we want to see. Yes, I mean off the top of our heads, imagine a field with Jesse Furzown, he's such a fire. He looks hot. Jess Raven, Tarzan Ito, um, zooming for spuds. Um, who else? Uh, Thermonuclear ther could still yeah. could still get in there. Um, um, Bodacious? No. Um, Bodacious. He he was in the Gold Cup. Yeah. And uh, he's come out before the I, the Ridoso Derby winner. Um, hot Stepper. Hot Stepper. Um, I mean, they're still. And I'm, I know I'm missing like five or six top runners in yeah. that mix as well. So there is that could be a field to remember if we can get it matched up. Yeah, because uh, I think more people. And then he looks hot. He looks like can still get in via. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Z Wayne Griffin. Yeah, I'd, if he goes on the Z Wayne Griffin, uh, barring some trouble, uh, you know, some incident at the start, I see he looks hot and getting in easy, especially after that uh, 550 win. Yeah. I mean, he was flying out there on yes. the horses. Yes, they weren't that that good of a caliber of a champion of champions or or another graded straightaway race. But I mean, he looked like a monster out yes. there early. So I see him getting in there, uh, hold her hostage. You know, I could see him grabbing a berth, even though I think we're we're probably going to question him going four forty. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it seems like all the big players are going to hear uh, come to Low South. We just need uh, Jesse's first down with us. It'll be a good one. And uh, before we know it, the year is going to go fly by. Next week, finals, PCQHRA, Breeders, yep. and Futurity. We'll have a consensus. Do we have a consensus? No, I don't think we'll have a consensus. Not we'll on a, that night. We'll have a consensus on Sunday night because it's trials for the Wild West. Okay. Futurity. I think we'll have maybe five trials. Maybe Hopefully. Four trials. I need to get my belt back. Yeah, right? So what's the limit? If we have four trials, will we still do the consensus? I think so. Right? I think I think five or more. Yeah. I think five or more will, will be the, the cutoff for the, for the belt to be on the line, for pizza to be on the <laughs> line. But... If not, then I uh, think we're going to have to wait for Golden State yeah. Million Trials. Which that's only like a month away. Yeah, we won't have to wait <laughs> no. too long. So, but, yeah, but, it's but a fun everything's time ramping up right now. Yes. All the big races, all the major players are getting ready. All right, guys. So that's the show for this week. Anything else? I think that's it. Come on, Dodgers. Go, Dodgers. <laughs> Rally back, man. They've been, it's been frustrating watching them last week. Yeah. Uh, they I they could... went from two and a half in the lead to being down a game now, heading into tonight in a matter of, Four or five games. That's why I, I saw your your tweet when you went out that you guys were in the lead, and then you're almost out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your heart must be uh, racing all over the uh, place. Man, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm glad I didn't go to Vegas to put down a bet. Yeah, because I was I was actually <laughs> texted Dave when he was out vacationing in Vegas. I was like, when they were in the slump, I was like, what odds can I get on the Dodgers to win the West? Yeah, and then to win it all. Uh, and then he texts back, "Oh, I just left." I was like, "Oh, thank you." Lee. Thankfully. Don't worry. He'll be back soon. <laughs> Weaver, Weaver will never uh, stay far away. All right, guys. So we'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, everybody.